0: Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 2, episode 12. Hello and welcome back to Education on Fire with me, Mark Taylor. This is part three of our Barefoot um, computing project um focus this week and um and this is basically going to just round up a little bit about what we've talked about with Karen and Simon. Um I've got a short interview with two teachers from St Joseph's School in Islington who have been using Barefoot um and, and how they've sort of adapted it and how they've used it in their school. Um and then after I've let you listen to that I will come back and just discuss and sort of round everything up for the week and um yeah and just see how this computing project can really help your school and um and hopefully um, just make sure that you've got ways to get back in touch so that we can try and discuss this further and especially if you're a school that's used the barefoot and um, can really help us sort of spread the word and get even more children um, involved in barefoot so this is um, two teachers from st. Joseph's school in Islington. Um, I'm joined with Daniel Ferry um, from st. Joseph's school and we're at the top of the BT Tower celebrating 1 million children being part of the barefoot project and um, Daniel's a teacher from St. Joseph's School. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the project and um, and how you've embedded it in your school?
1: Yeah so we were introduced to uh, Barefoot through our link with Islington Council Katie Potts and she told us that it was a free resource which our school are obviously involved and, and happy with at the time. So I implemented the Barefoot computing um, vocabulary across the school just to do with computing lessons to try and encourage teachers to use that vocabulary and then feel confident within teaching that and now we're two years down the line and we've started actually using it cross-curricularly um, in particularly in maths and critical thinking lessons and in within science and other subjects as well now
0: fantastic and what year group is it that you're teaching currently
1: I teach year five at my current school, but I also teach from reception up to year six in different schools every week.
0: Great. And, and how do you find it works across those different year groups? Is it uh, the, the same sort of essence or just a change of vocabulary or change of emphasis, depending on how, uh, their age?
1: I think that it's important to obviously um, differentiate within the approaches and the concepts of barefoot. But you don't want to put a ceiling on that. So we actually try and involve whatever we feel is necessary for that lesson. Um, but obviously, by the time they get into year six you would hope that the vocabulary is embedded within the children and they are confident in using that vocabulary across all subjects.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for in joining me and I'm um, really pleased uh, you get the chance to, uh, to see the view and, and, and enjoy all the, uh, all the sights here from the top of the BT Tower. I'm also joined by Kevin... Um, he's from St. Joseph's as well. Um, What year group are you teaching currently?
2: Currently year four uh, but uh, I'm new to primary so my last year group last year was year five so that's my first time in primary school. Great and and how have you found um, the whole project sort of I, I suppose starting really from
0: when the volunteers first come in and, and tell you how about it and, and how that sort of transcends into your actual teaching of it.
2: Yes, yeah, so the, the volunteers come in so we are all got together and uh, you know they take us through what Barefoot is all about and uh, how to access the resources uh, but once they're gone that's when the, the real hard work begins I suppose um, that's, when, that's when you really need your computer lead teachers to take over and be enthusiastic about it and take it forward.
0: And, and how do you use it? Um, obviously there's the computing part of the curriculum which is, which is one of the drivers of trying to get this into Many schools as possible, but how does it work across other
2: subjects as well? And how have you tried
0: to embed all that together?
2: Hugely. Uh, I mean, my background is teaching English in a secondary education, and um, it would have been incredibly beneficial to have something like computational thinking uh, to teach all the way up to GCSE and A level because kids would get up to A level and still not be able to structure an essay, or still not to be able to put together their own stories, or still not to be able to um, deconstruct uh, a poem. So, that would have been incredibly beneficial if they'd been taught that back in primary. Uh, so when it comes to English teaching at uh, primary school um, education, which is where I am now, that's what I use it for. You know, So they do uh, deconstruct poetry, they do put together their own poems, and they can actually construct their own essays themselves without me giving them a writing frame for it. And that's really key, isn't it? Is, is for all, all the listeners... It's, it's about the thinking, that's the essence of what the project's about,
0: it's not about learning how to code per se, it's about the process that gives you that thinking and that way of being which can enable you to code if you wanted to, but it's the thought process and everything within it, every subject.
2: And that's what we want, we don't want to just spoon feed the kids information that they just forget in a year's time, we want them to actually go away and be independent learners, independent thinkers, somebody who can actually just take it on board themselves and take it further.
0: Great. And, and just to finish off from, from a, the child's point of view, I mean, how, how do they find it? Do they engage in it and do they find it a, an inspiring way to learn?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, because it's primary school, um, you know, they almost don't know any different. You know, We're not tr- teaching them uh, something uh, completely different to what they've learnt in the previous year or two. Uh, it's, uh, it's something that they are coming to grips with and um, they use the terminology, they use the vocabulary, um, they know how to use it, they know how it works. Um, so yeah, they are, and, and they're primary school kids, You know, so they are enthusiastic about absolutely anything you bring into the classroom, and they love Fantastic. it. Fantastic, it sounds brilliant, and it's a great project, and, and over
0: the course of these three interviews, I, I hope from, from you at home listening that you've really got a chance to, to experience what it's like from the BT putting the whole thing together with um, with Barefoot and Cass um, through to the volunteers and and the teachers providing it on the coal phase, as it were so thanks very much for joining me and, no problem and thanks for your input I really appreciate it thank you so I think you can really hear from that just um how once you've had the workshops once it's been embedded in your school um, just how you can just expand it into every area of the curriculum you can um, you can support all teachers in all classrooms from it um, and I guess if you if you've got a, a computing lead person who um who really understands it, then that's of great benefit. But um, it really is for every teacher in the school to really enhance and um and and utilise really and and really make the most of it. So the the biggest takeaway I think with this is one just it's a free resource. So just go to the the the, the barefoot CAS um, website, which is barefootcas.org.uk, dot um, and and just take a look around there and and see what that is and um and hopefully over the last two parts on Monday and Wednesday you've um you've heard sort of the, the enthusiasm of Simon who actually delivered the workshops and and also the vision that BT has with um with barefoot to kind of just expand it more and more take it um to five million children by 2020 i think is their plan and um and also then to get parents involved as well so they understand how the project is and how they can support children at home and just have this general tech understanding as a fabric of um of children's learning in the same way as we support them with with their homework at the minute with maths and english and other topics and the the computing idea and computational thinking is, is part and parcel of all of that as well it really is just um it's just getting everyone involved and, and I think what this this week has really shown me is the fact that it's not something we can do on our own. It is a question of being a bigger community. It's B T working with Barefoot and working with the computer at schools organisation. It's about teachers taking on board the opportunity that they have and um and it really, really should um Really should just make um make us think about actually how can we work together and can we bring other schools in together can we support them with the information that we have and not just through the barefoot and the computing but other other skills that we have too, and it really is collaboration and sharing which I think is is the key to striving and to growth and um and expanding both our own professional work and as well as the the idea of of what the children can achieve as well and um and I think often just showing them. That you can expand in that way is is often more beneficial than just the actual inputted knowledge which we are doing and and as um as you heard them when i was chatting at the bt tower it's about thinking it's about giving the children the opportunity to think and expand and then to see where they go and um and just support them just to really explore what life and learning has to offer and i think that's the most exciting thing about the whole thing so If you're a barefoot school and you've had the project in please get in contact if you go to educationonfire.com you can leave a comment under the episode Um, and um, I'd really love to your experiences of what you've actually um, done in your school Um, and just get a conversation going about um, really you know how has it affected your school how is it different from before you had it in there and both in terms of delivering the computing curriculum, but also how it's affected your school beyond that as well. Um, So that schools that haven't actually had this experience yet can really get an understanding of of the benefits it could have. And um, so thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week um, and having three episodes. Um, Please get in contact and let me know as well. Just drop me an email through the website um, if... if, um, how you've been listening to the show this week, and whether the three episodes have worked for you, and um, and whether you're listening to it in your car on the way to your commute into school, or whether you listen to it in the gym or taking the dog for a walk, whichever it is, it's really interesting to know how you how you consume the podcast and, and anything that we can do to to make it better and improve. Um, if you've enjoyed listening, please um, leave us a review on iTunes. That's always really helpful. It just helps get the message out there. And the more people that we can um, create in our community to hear the podcast, then then the more scope we have to really improving the lives of us all as teachers, but and also the children as well. Um, so I look forward to chatting with you next week. Next week, I will be talking about the Apps for Good project, which is another amazing thing where um, children create their own apps and there's a big competition and some of them get their apps um on an app store in google play which is just incredible and i think you'll see the excitement that comes from the children when i've when i've interviewed them at their launch um um, just a few weeks ago um what a great project that is so again thanks for listening and i'll speak to you next week thank you for listening to the education on fire podcast for more information please go to educationonfire.com